You're listening to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, now part of the ChairShot Radio Network on thechairshot.com. Remember, always use your head. You look like a dude who should be pumping my fucking gas. This isn't doing it for me. There's, I'm not getting, in, I'm not getting enjoyment out of this. He was a before the bell rings all star. All right, everybody. It is Thursday night, April 27th, 2023. This is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the Chairshot Radio Network. I am the man with the award-winning beard that is in desperate need of grooming because this is looking pretty, I'm looking pretty homeless here lately. I'm DJ. I'm going to go around the room here and introduce this cast of characters we got on with us here tonight. First, hailing from the Purple Haze and Cloud Nine. Bucky's tag team partner, a man destined to go through a barbershop window. Jason, how are you, brother? I'm doing well. How are you, my friend? Uh, getting there. Getting there, man. Slow but sure. Mental health check time? We're going to do that in a minute. As soon as I introduce from the Rob the Genius podcast, the Minister of Truth, the Father of Facts and Figures, the Deacon of Data, the official shoot bear of the Mindless Wrestling podcast, and the man... With the golden shovel, Mr. Rob, how are you? All right. I'm doing much better this week. Doing much better this week. Well, let's do that mental health check around. What was going on? Uh, what's going on in your life, Robin? How'd you, how'd you... Well, um, a couple of weeks ago, my uh, this one time mother-in-law passed away. And so her uh, funeral services were not well, the week before last. And... Um, you know, you know, you know, uh, of course, I'm you know, not married anymore to her daughter, but, um, you know, she was still at one point a pretty big part of, you know, uh, my life. And we always got along fine. And, you know, so it, it kind of sucked <laughs> to her. To, yeah. You know. And, you know, then, the, you know, for the kids, that's their grandmother and, or one of their grandmothers. And it's just, um, you know, there's a lot there. And also, of course, you know, I mean, it also brought up, you know, brought back other memories of times of being married and all of that. And that was, you know, it, it can kind of put you in a weird place, you know? Yeah. And, but, um, you know, we've, you know, gotten through that and actually I ended up going down to one of my boys house and just spent a bunch of a few hours down there talking and watching the basketball games and whatnot. And it, it helped a lot. I mean, um, you know, we talk about going to get professional help for things, but, um, you know, it's also, you know, you know, talk to the, your friends and, you know, people, you, you know, that you normally talk to also, cause, um, he kind of got on me for that. Cause I was like, well, look, man, I didn't want to, you know, bother you and all that stuff. Cause, um, put it this way, your friends, you and your friends, you know, bothering each other is, is part of the deal. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of that's yeah. one of the reasons y'all are friends in the first place, so that you can bother each other. Um, exactly. And so don't you know, especially look when in those those times where those real serious times in life, um, you know, you need you know you need to be there for your friends so they can bother you with their stuff, and you shouldn't be you know, and you don't make the mistake of not wanting to bother them, because again, that's you know. 
that's one of the reasons you guys are friends in the first place is yeah. that you know to to be there for each other in those kind of times absolutely absolutely uh yeah jason how about you mental health check in there bub doing well uh, <clears throat> honestly you know i'm my uh, therapist was kind enough to start taking me on saturdays because you know the work schedule now working like a normal human being makes that a little more difficult but uh so yeah it's been awesome the new job is still fantastic um so i I love it and everything's good and everybody's happy and healthy so for the best time we're we're rocking and rolling my friends excellent excellent yeah, I've had uh, I've had a few rough weeks. Uh, some personal things going on that I really can't get into on the air. Um, but <clears throat> work, as I was telling you guys in in the kind of the little pre-show huddle we had here, uh, work has been rough. I've been I'm down two people for at least the next six weeks, and it's it's putting a lot of strain on the clinic, putting a lot of strain on me. You know, people are having to cover two and three jobs, so. You know, you, you carry that around with you and you try to leave it at the door, but sometimes you just come home so dog tired that it, it just, it affects you in other areas of life. Um, I'm, I'm Like Rob said, sometimes you got to reach out to your friends. We, you know, we always encourage you to see a professional therapist, you know, get help. But like Rob said, sometimes you just got to reach out to your, to your friends. And uh, I'm doing that this weekend. I'm getting together with, uh, for lunch with a friend of mine on Saturday. And, uh, you know, it's, <clears throat> we're going to, you know, not only catch up, but, you know, if he hears this episode, I apologize, Fast Eddie, but um, you're getting an earful when I see you for lunch on Saturday, brother, because <laughs> I, I got a whole whole brain's worth of shit to unload on you. So awesome, but yeah, it's and, and same with all of you. Reach out to your friends, reach out to your therapist. We always, always, always advocate for mental health here on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Now, let's get into it here tonight. Uh, you know, the, the, the WrestleMania doldrums, are, we're starting to shake them off a little bit. We're getting closer to uh, not only backlash in a couple of weeks, but we are getting close. Actually, no, backlash is in, what, 10 days? Yes. Yeah, we're yeah. down to 10 days for backlash. But the, the draft is also coming up next week as well. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit of WWE draft this week, uh, this week on the episode. We're also going to talk Naomi. Uh, the artist formerly known as Naomi is now, uh, you know, apparently going to show up in Impact. Uh, but I think first we're going to get in here tonight. Triple H had teased all of Monday uh, a, a major earth-shattering announcement that was going to alter the course of WWE. I'm not exactly sure what the verbiage they used, but that was pretty much what they what they implied. It was going to just alter the WWE landscape, and you know, of course, speculation went out. The guy unveiled a brand new championship that uh, the champion, my understanding, will be crowned at Night of Champions. Um, Or is is that what they're calling it? Night of Champions now? Yes. Yes. It's Night of Champions. Night of Champions. And uh, guys, I want to talk for a minute about that championship belt. Uh, That thing. It's fucking gorgeous. Like, and it's it's a great mix of the current WWE um, logo. with a, a a mix of the big gold belt, uh, obviously yeah. not as overall big as the big gold belt, but the the designing, the etching, and everything is very reminiscent of that. Let's go around the room here for a minute and just get initial responses. Jason, let's start with you. I, I think you already kind of sounded off on how you feel about the belt. Yeah. Well. Okay. First initial fire from the hip. I was just like, ooh, that's 
I see what you're going for, but it's kind of gaudy and it isn't quite right. Maybe we'll have an AEW belt journey with this thing or uh, whatever that the TNT belt journey with this thing. But then when they put when they showed the graphics on like WWE shop and then we start seeing these other pictures of it, that belt is freaking gorgeous. I just had a problem. It was under those show lights that they did for the big announcement, and you couldn't quite see all the detailing and all the etching and everything like that, and the logo looked kind of washed, in my opinion. So, yeah, once you could see it in full view, it's exactly what you said. It's like the the universal title, and Big Gold had a baby. And, I mean, I kind of joked that it looks like you literally put those two into an AI art generator and just said, all right, give me 100 different results, and I'm going to pick the best one. But man, it's gorgeous. So yeah, the two thumbs up over here. All right, Mr. Rob, what do you think? What was your initial thought, and then how do you feel now? Um, well, for a very rare occasion, I actually liked something the first time I saw it. <laughs> okay. Because usually with stuff like that, um, I look at them like, eh, what is that? Um, but no, I, yeah, uh, I liked it on first sight. Actually, I was like, oh yeah, that's nice. And after, you know, after, and then after a few days, yeah, I still, same thing. I still like it. And it's, um, it, it is a really nice looking belt. And now I'd gotten to the point where I actually do like, you know, the, the design of the universal title and, you know, and, you know, the, uh, I guess what, what was, I guess we'll still, we're still calling the, it the universal title. title. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, I got no, nah, I I got to the point where I come to like that design really, so I'm perfectly fine if they keep it for you know the the belt that Roman is still going to keep. Um, but I do really like this one a lot. I think it is really nice. Yeah, and that'll that's going to throw some questions up as that we can get into later in this segment as to whether or not they're going to keep two straps on Roman or they're not. They're going to consolidate that into one actual unified championship uh, we can we can kick that idea around a little bit later uh and as far as how i feel about the belt i already told you first thing i'm going to say here is fuck what culture okay <laughs> what culture jumped right on top of it and of course they shit on anything that has the wwe name on it oh yeah and the label of their video was wwe unveils new title and everyone hates it Everyone, which apparently includes me and my co-hosts, apparently includes you, apparently includes just about anybody. You know, I'd like to thank I, What Culture for, 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 you know, informing me as to what my opinion would be. Fuck you guys. Um, the I thing freaking, is, it's like for, for Wrestle Twitter's always divided over shit. I didn't see anybody like out and out hate it in my on my timeline. Right. I saw a few people go, OK, not my favorite. But like, eh, it's fine. But yeah, like, oh yeah, everyone hated it apparently. I mean, no, like the, I, go ahead, Rob. That's like when I mean, because like when the the trailer for the Captain Marvel movie came out, right? And then I immediately got stuff in my recommendations like this trailer sucks. You know, and, and, there's so much more online engagement for hate than there is positivity. It's disgusting, and this is how people like JD from New York even exist. And what culture, for that matter, as well. Um, right. It's just ridiculous. I, I think the belt is very well designed. Again, it's a good throwback to the big gold belt, which we know Triple H loves. I loved it. Rob and I both grew up with that belt. Um, and for them to now kind of fuse the old with the new, 
It is amazing. And, and, and we've needed that. I, I said since they, you know, put the Universal and the World Heavyweight Championship belt on Roman, I was against that type of unification to begin with. Um, I think they painted themselves into a corner. And, you know, here we are almost three years later, and, and now we're seeing the effects of that. What I find interesting, and I want to talk to you guys a little bit about this, was the promo that Triple H cut while he was introducing this belt. He took a few shots at Roman Reigns. Now, I'm sure they were. it wasn't a shoot. I'm sure they're probably going somewhere with this, but I just found it interesting that he used words like a champion you can be proud of, a champion that will defend anywhere, everywhere, and at all times all over the world. Um, Rob, let's come back to you. What did you think of the promo the Triple H cut when he was introducing this belt? Um, I didn't like it because, look, guys, we, we tried that with Brock Lesnar for a few years. Oh, Brock doesn't, Brock, not here, absentee champion. <laughs> um, that never gets over like they think it is going to. Um, it just, it doesn't. Um, and the, the you know, very it, worst, the very worst of wrestling Twitter parrots it, and that's about as far as it gets. Yeah, and then, and that's even yeah, and then right, and then that, I mean, and then even then they don't put they don't put the heat on the you know on the wrestler like it's attended that they, they put the heat on the company. Yeah, for 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 having an for having an absentee champion. Remember, they they put heat on Vince for having Brock as champion in the first place, you know, right. and, and letting him work that schedule. They've been putting heat on you know Hunter and Vince for Roman working a lighter schedule, right? I mean, it's, they don't put heat on Roman hardly, except people who right. already don't like Roman anyway. Right. So and, it, and this this narrative that he was pushing Monday night actually fuels that even further. Yeah, and it's just you know, it never works like they think they're going to. And and then the and then the the guy who comes out and cuts the you know I'll be a champion who's here that never gets over that guy because it, it, it didn't when remember Roman spent a couple cut that promo against Brock a bunch of times and it it went over like a lead balloon nobody cared right um, Drew tried cutting it on Roman last year and again it it did not get the desired effect because. Again, it worked I mean, a, about as well as it would for people who wanted to see Roman lose anyway. Yeah, and exactly, right. and it's just it, that's it, it. Just so I wish they would stop. I mean, because I mean, because I mean, the you know the the casual you know not extremely online people don't care, um, because they're not you know they don't watch they don't watch every minute and every day of their right. stuff. So that so they don't. He shows up when they watch. Right, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. he shows up enough when they're watching, right? Just like, yeah. you know, exactly. Hulk, Hulk Hogan showed up enough back in 1986 when we watched every Saturday. He showed up enough, right? I the guy mean, doesn't miss the Royal Rumble. He doesn't miss, you know, WrestleMania. And then he's in the pay-per-views that Roman doesn't work are the pay-per-views that a lot of casual people don't watch anyway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the I interesting mean, thing I mean, about that, and Rob, I'm glad you brought up the Hogan point, because I remember back in the day being a kid, being a young person watching WWE when I was still a Hulkamaniac. I still watched WWE because I liked WWE. I liked wrestling, you know, but so it was like, OK, you know, whatever show, like whatever the weekend shows, like Superstars or whatever the thing was, I'm like, OK, Superstars is on. I'm going to watch wrestling. But if I knew Hogan was going to be on, 
I was like, oh, now I really got to watch. Right. You know, because you didn't get Hogan every week. You didn't get Hogan. You, you might have got him once a month, maybe twice a month if you were lucky, unless you happen to go to a house show loop and see him there. So, and it's the same thing with also, Roman. Guys, you know, they run the commercial. The Tribal Chief returns to SmackDown this Friday. It's supposed to be an event. <laughs> they get a bump. Right. Yeah. And, and the other thing is that, okay, so, like, if you, if you, okay. If you really want to see Roman work the pay-per-view, again, the the, the, the quote-unquote the normal people, if they see Roman's not going to be on the pay-per-view, and you know what they say? They say, okay, I guess I can skip this one. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't because I'm a mark. But. Right, but I mean, but I mean, but, but the, <laughs> the, the the broader audience, like the, the average who, Joe who doesn't have a wrestling podcast. Right, exactly. And if if they if they really want to see Roman on a show, if Roman's not on the show. Then they just skip the show. Right. They don't complain say, about him not being there. Okay. That's the. I gotta difference. say, we we stump we stump for people who you know don't for people who have a wrestling podcast. We really advocate for those who don't. Yes. yes. Right. Exactly. That's. I mean, because that's what I am, and I make it a point to try and embody the spirit of the person who, as we say, just watches the show. <clears throat> and the show, baby. And so that absentee championship, the absentee champion stuff, it doesn't work with the broader audience because they don't care. Because, because they know the UFC heavyweight champion isn't on every UFC pay-per-view. You know, he's certainly not on every fight night. They know that when they watch Sunday, uh, Monday night, or excuse me, Sunday football, Every game is not going to have the Kansas City Chiefs. And guess what? Sometimes the Kansas City Chiefs have the week off. It's a normal thing in sports. Yeah. And just like because, I mean, back then, me and my dad used to watch, we would watch the, we'd watch the boxing on HBO, you know, every time, you know, it's come on like Saturdays usually, right? And, uh, yeah. And then come on every Saturday, but at least once a month, there was like some Saturday night boxing thing. Well, Mike Tyson didn't fight every month. <laughs> I mean, he okay, he t- he fought a couple of times a year. Yeah. The rest of the, I mean, but we loved boxing. We loved watching boxing. So we said, who's fighting tonight? Okay. And I've never heard of this guy, but God damn it, I'm going to enjoy a boxing match. Right. And, and, and it wasn't that big. And we didn't go around saying, mm, Mike Tyson doesn't fight enough times. He shouldn't be the heavyweight champion. Right, I mean, hey, so hey, Dad, who's fighting tonight? Uh, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Okay, yeah, guess I'm watching that. Right, exactly, and it's um, so that that absentee champion thing, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, again, it don't. Um, like I said, it doesn't. It never gets heat on the person. It only gets heat on the company, and it doesn't get anybody over who tries to use it in a promo against the guy. We've seen. Right. We've seen numerous people try it. And it doesn't work. So I really wish he hadn't have done that. Um, I'm mean, thinking he just said, look, I mean, Roman's now, tied up both of these belts. and Because I, I was going to say the counterpoint, because our uh, illustrious uh, employer, Greg, uh, thinks that there might be a storyline thing there with the whole champion you can be proud of, all that good and stuff. And I agree with that and sentiment. I agree that it is a thread they could pull on. Obviously, everything is, but I don't think they're going to because before he said that, he got a deep, he took a deep breath and he said, along the way, Roman did something pretty smart, something 
I would have done. And he made it, you know, and blah, blah, blah. He yeah, but that, Triple match. H is a worker. Right. And Triple H is a hell of a promo. So yeah. I, 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 I'm with Greg on this one. I think there's a deeper meaning behind all of it. I think it's, I think it's going to lead to something compelling on TV. Um, because so you just don't are, go out there and say that about your so biggest moneymaker in the company as a shoot. Right. Mike, well, yeah, it's not a, it's not a shoot, but it could have been as innocuous enough as like, <clears throat> hey, we're trying to get this whole champ doesn't show up thing over. And also, I want to immediately double stamp and legitimize and make it this guy is equal and or better than Roman Reigns because immediately this belt is the hey, I couldn't beat Roman Reigns championship. So he needs to like put that belt over and put that champion over immediately. Yeah. So yeah. I truly think it was kind of just a one night thing and it's working that thing, working that angle of, Oh, Roman doesn't show up. I don't know if it's going to come become a stipulation. Like he has to defend every 30 days or something right. like that. <clears throat> well, let's segue into that part of the discussion. The, the all already the sentiment is out there that this is a consolation prize. Because obviously they're not planning on taking the belt off Roman anytime soon. Hope Cody was our, our our biggest best hope in the moment, and he you know he came up short. So now what are we doing? We we've got to give, and we've said this on this show. If they weren't going to um, separate the belts and get one of them off of Roman, so that people elsewhere can have a chance, what were they going to do? This is the answer. They created an entirely new belt, an entirely new championship. But the sentiment is, again, this is a consolation prize, and, and, and it'll always be less than the one Roman's holding. And, and while I understand why, why people feel that way, I think it's heavily dependent on, one, the person they put it on and what they do with it, and, two, how importantly the company treats this thing. Yep. That's all it comes down to, because it, it, the, the Universal Championship kind of had a rocky start, if we remember. Obviously, that was because of Finn's injury and, you know, all that. But it was not immediately, like, on the same page as the WWE Championship. It took putting, on, putting it on Brock freaking Lesnar and having yeah. him have a Titanic run with it. Well, I mean, hey, you can't put it on a guy like Drew or Cody or Seth. Because that's immediately second place. Like, that's an immediate, because of the way they've been viewed in the hierarchy for years. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can't immediately then slap an award, like, that award on them. So, um, oh, yeah, Cody comes up short, winning a, trying to win a belt at his dad's pay-per-view. Perfect. Perfect. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I I think there will be... I think they have a, a climb like they had with the Universal Championship, but simply if they keep, first of all, if they keep this draft and it, it sounds like they are really going to go hard on this brand split again, who knows how long that lasts? It probably only lasts till SummerSlam because they can't help themselves. But if it lasts for a long time, that's going to help the WWE Champion or the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, not to be confused with the world heavyweight championship um that'll help their legitimacy because it'll just be okay it's the title that's being competed for all the time on raw 
Yeah. Or on SmackDown. Okay. Rob, uh, your thoughts on this feeling like a consolation championship uh, and whether or not they can they can beat that stigma. Hey, well, okay, it is. But the question is just but from here on out, it matters, like you said, like who gets it, who gets it, what they do with it, and all that. Because look, um look during the tribal chief run, you know, um even as the you know the the world title was the other title while Roman was going on this run, I mean Drew had a hell of a run as champion. Bobby had a great run as champion. The first half of E's run as champion was good. They they had excellent matches, and there were plenty of times where their title match on the pay per view was better than the one Roman had. Okay, um, and if you do that, then I mean we can make jokes about it or whatever, but. If they're doing good stuff over there with that belt, then then that's all that matters. Because I mean, that let's all, be real. Then un, until Roman loses it anyway, they're never going to be equal. But but, but you can make them comparable. But you know, it, okay, if there's a if there's a you know, if, but if there's a pay per view, if summer if at SummerSlam the world title match is better than whatever match Roman has, then you know what then. Who did not, and who cares that it's the number two belt, right? Yeah. Um, who cares? If, yeah. if and I mean, again, um, there were again there were times where Drew's match was better than Roman's. There were times where Bobby's right. match was better than Roman's, right? And you know what? That's all that mattered. Okay. Um, it really is. I mean, right. even though yes, Roman was the face of the company, Roman's on the big run and all that stuff. But on that particular night, if their match was better, then 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 yay for them. And yeah. um, and if on the weekly television, if what they're doing, you know, it be, you know, if they're there every week and they're getting in the fights with people and they're doing good stuff every week, then that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, we, we can make jokes and all, but it, it, yeah. yeah but, and the jokes will always be there because, yeah. yeah, until Roman loses, he's in the middle of a thousand day reign, guys. Yeah, he's the grand champion of WWE. Sorry, I guess, but yeah, they can make him equal or excuse me, a comparable, I should say. Yeah. Well, they they can they can do just as good stuff with it as Roman is doing with the storyline here. Okay. Sure. And I mean, you can. There's no reason you can't. And to to, to just say that it's doomed to failure because it's the it's the number two belt, then um. Well, one, I think you're giving up way too fast. And also, look, I mean, yeah. you're and also you're letting them off the hook creatively. Yeah. yeah. No, this is going to heavily this is going to be heavily on creative and, you know, whoever they decide to put in that in that title picture. Right. And and that's and that's what it is. If because if look, if you crown somebody the world champion and you don't do much with it, then, you know, then. It's their own fault. Yeah. Right? Um, and so it's up to them and it, it's up to them to do something with it. And obviously it's up to whoever they, whoever they put it on to treat it like it's important. Like, so if it is Seth Rollins, then, or if it's Drew McIntyre, then mm-hmm. it's, it's up to them. They need, they need to treat that belt. Like it's the number one title. Cause if, if they're yeah. walking around, like, well, they, if you know if they're walking I around like I still think that's the one thing you can't do though is is be the, the first champion can't be one of those guys that could be considered Roman Shadow I guarantee you, Drew McIntyre Drew. would take Drew McIntyre would take that belt and he would run with it 
Oh, Drew McIntyre oh, would run with it. Seth Rollins would run with Gar- it. Bobby Lashley is on my short yeah, list. And, uh, and, well, and he'd be exactly what he was when he was WWE champion and Roman was universal champion. Number two. A and, solid and, number two. And Drew did not care because he got to yeah, run his no, own. Yeah, no, that's fine. He got to, he got to run his own to show. Make them, but but, but you're, we're but, asking how to make this thing not feel like a second place award. How do you not make it the second place well, award? When I'm going to tell the, you. The, I'm going to tell you. second place guy. Let me, well, let me, let me interject here. Triple H said that wherever Roman lands in the draft is where he will stay, which means he will not be bouncing back and forth between Raw and SmackDown. So whether he stays on SmackDown, he will be the SmackDown champion. Okay. If he ends up on Raw, he'll be the Raw champion. The other one, I would imagine, and we won't know until after that person, whoever ends up winning that inaugural that inaugural championship run, we'll find out whether they land. Now, you could very well, depending on how the draft plays out and who wins that belt, you could actually have both championships on one show, which would be abysmal. And I, I know in my you know brain of brains they won't do that. But just speaking hypothetically in kayfabe, it could happen. But that person is going to be the champion on the other show. So now Roman is not the god of SmackDown and Raw. He's this god of Raw or SmackDown. It's up to the person who takes that inaugural run with the World Heavyweight Championship to become the god of either whichever show they're on. And that's how you make it feel more important. You know, with, with Roman, Roman was pretty much early on. He was like, okay, he was a SmackDown exclusive but as we got further along, he started to break the he started to break the lines a little bit, show up on Raw, and, and I think that to a certain degree lessened the importance of the World Heavyweight Championship. But, but I think if you can maintain a realistic, solid brand split, and Roman stays in his lane, and whoever this is stays in this lane, you can absolutely now. If you want to argue um, social media engagement and you know, YouTube views as Rob likes to run these numbers, you can argue, yes, Roman is still the god of WWE. But if we're looking at it from a rating standpoint and a week-to-week on paper, on TV, you know, what you're watching on TV, if they do it correctly, they give it a good creative direction, they put it on the right person, and this person runs with the ball, you can make this championship belt feel more, not more important, but as important to the brand, to the TV show that they're on, as the other one is, and and right and and look look we look we're me and you Jason we're we're Roman we're enthusiasts okay so we're yeah. always going to see that person as, as the number two champion okay yeah but True. to the people who are not as in the tank for Roman as we are okay if you put that on the right person and they take it and run with it and you give them good matches and you give them good opponents and all of that then it will be fine and uh, and and most of those guys if you told if you went okay bobby has been dicking around with the u.s title for almost a year and he and he almost got stuck in a wrestlemania match with, with uncle howdy okay if you tell bobby hey bob we're going to give you this world championship you think he's going to be like oh man just a number two bill no hell no he was, hell just, no. About, he was just about he was just about to wrestle uncle howdy Okay. I'm not talking did, about the effort okay, or anything did, like that. Okay. I mean, I mean, okay. I'm just talking about the fan perception. But which fan? Like you, us? Yes. Okay. But but 
Yeah, we got to remember, Jason. No, the casuals. No, the casuals who watched who watched Roman Reigns look at the guy who was on the other show wearing the championship, you know, the one that's been around for a hundred years. And he looked, they looked at him and they said, you will always be my favorite number two. And then they watched the Roman beat that guy at the pay-per-view clean as a whistle. And that's the, what those casual fans watched. Okay, and then, well then he's only, so oh, I don't know. Well, I think but, Seth and Drew are the a number one and a number two wrong answer. For well, the first uh, champion. Again, for the first WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Well, because, all right, I, yeah, well, I disagree. I think it's, I think Drew would be great. I think Bobby would be great. I think, I think Seth, I'm sorry, he, the, the way he talked in interviews now, he would, he would, he would sneak this having to hold that title while he was out there with it. Um, so I wouldn't want him to be the first one. And, yeah, well, that and, too. And then Cody would look like a goof. Cody would look like a goof winning that one. Yeah. Cody is absolutely that, I mean, the wrong guy. Cody Rhodes has a date with Destiny with Roman Reigns. Yes. Somewhere and, down the line, that that's Cody's Cody's. But matter of fact, it adds to no. Cody's current storyline if no. there's a tournament and he doesn't win. Yeah. No, and cause, I, well, because he no, because he will lose again at Night of Champions, his daddy's pay per view. Well, cause, yeah, you screw, loses you, in the finals. You, or or you screw him out of the final or the semifinal or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Because look, if if he wins this title, it's gonna be like when Luger won the NWA World Title two weeks after they fired Rick. Yeah. Okay. He finally wins the NWA World, or it was well that that point it was the WCW World Title, but he finally wins that title. But he doesn't beat Ric Flair. He beats Barry Windham. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's what if Cody wins this one. That's exactly what it is. Okay. So he can't be the first one. Um, I, and I would tell you, DJ, I don't know. Cody does have a date with Destiny. Cody absolutely has a date with whatever belt the WWE Championship lineage ends up at. I would not gear, I would not say that the story involves Roman Reigns down the line. Well, I think at this point he, he's got to, he has to beat Roman. Yeah. Well, let me to. ask you guys something real quick because Triple H announced this as the <laughs> new World Heavyweight Championship, right? Yeah, that's what he announced it as. Isn't one of the two belts, or is that? Are they considering that the WWE Championship? No, no. So this is the this is a new belt, new lineage. This is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. When okay, it was so... in the WW when it was in the WWF WWE and it was big gold. It was the world, the world heavyweight the championship. World heavyweight cha- Okay, yeah. So and the, that the, lineage the, is now in Roman's belt. Okay, so that is the belt that Cody has to win. Okay, Correct. that is the championship the belts, that Co- is Cody's destiny. This new championship is-, is not now. Somewhere down the road, you can absolutely pencil him in somewhere, but I do not think Cody is the inaugural is the, is the right choice for. And I say this as a Cody Rhodes fan, you know. But I, I don't think he's he he's not the first one. Well, no, because if he wins this one, it's, it's the it's again it's it's like I said it's, it's Lex Luger being Barry Windham. Then it is the consolation prize. But yeah. I think that you go with either you go with Drew or Bobby. Um, you know they're they are perfect. Either one of them is a perfect choice to be the first guy. And 
they'll both they will both take that and they will both treat it like it is the most important thing in the world. Um, you're not going to see them walking around with their head hanging down because they got they got quote unquote stuck with it. No. Or, no. or you know, they're and or if you really want to get crazy, <laughs> put it on Brock. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking hilarious, wouldn't it? I mean, the man, I'd do that just for the internet meltdown. All right, I mean, let's do let's do uh, one realistic and one out of the box um, answer for the first the inaugural. Um, uh, WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I'm so. Would AJ Styles be able to come back and win it? Is do we know his timeline? What's going no, on? We, we don't yet. We don't. I just read okay. something interesting on AJ Styles is that he's been out for a long time and he has not shown up to do any type of like training because like a lot oh. of times when they come back from injury they go to the PC start yeah. working yeah. on some training. There is there AJ Styles has been MIA. Well, well, look, he, he's 40-something years old, and he had a broken ankle. Yeah, um, yeah that's that, true. Yeah, um, you know. I it, might put you out forever. I mean, not that I want to well, think like that or anything but, like that, but yeah, or it just, could just be a long road to recovery. Yeah. Um, same thing with Randy in the back. I mean, same thing. I mean, yeah. we'd, like oh, for Randy, yeah. we, you know, we'd like for Randy to come back, but he's 40-something years old with a bad back, so. It, yeah. He would be a great one, too. He would be yeah. a great uh, sure. Oh, oh well, Randy would be a perfectly – yeah, I mean, so – I think for That's the immediate first, legitimacy, if anything. Yeah, I mean, for the first one, you pick somebody safe who is, like I said, who is legitimate from day one, and who would not look stupid, like would not look like a goof winning that one, like Cody would, and who would not possibly walk around upset like Seth Rollins might. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Bobby Drew, um, out of the people who are available right now, I mean, I think I think Bobby and Drew are your, your probably your best two choices. Um, Out of the box answer. Ready? Solo Sokoa, managed no. by Paul Heyman. Because <laughs> Solo gets sent to SmackDown, Roman goes to Raw, and uh, Roman tells Wise Man, go with Solo. Hey. Um, my, 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 my wild pick would be Austin Theory. Okay. Charlotte Flair. Well, so, okay. Now, I've said they, if they do a tournament, they should put her in the tournament. Okay. Who pins her though? Austin Theory. Oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean oh that was worth it for the response. Roman Reigns enters the tournament by hook or by crook, gets paired with Charlotte in the first round, they beat the bag out of each other for eight minutes and then double count out, boom, you're all both eliminated. They um, do like yeah, like the WrestleMania four Hogan Andre. Double disqualification or something. Double disqualification, double count out, and then and then have Adam uh, Adam Pierce, who didn't want to deal with this in the first place, both her in the tournament and Roman in the tournament, just go. No, it is official. You are both disqualified. Well, the reason I say they should put if they if it's a tournament, they should put her in the tournament because a it's something different for her to do, and it would be something interesting. I mean, and. It would it would add you know it would, it would add a little it would add it would add a little you know a little spice to the tournament, and it would be funny to see people to see some people get scared like oh no they're going to have her win it she's they, yeah there her. would absolutely be some panic on the timeline oh, <laughs> if God, Charlotte Flair was a competitor in any Hold type on. of tournament for that timeout timeout Celtics what what number is she at she's at fourteen what was Rick's record. <laughs> <laughs> 
16. Get her one more, and then imagine if number 16 was the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship, a big gold belt. I mean, well, that, that would actually be pretty funny. Yeah, but not, I mean, they're not going to do that here. No, but they're I not going to do that. They have a tournament. They, yes, they, they should put her in the tournament, and they should have some fun with that. And look, and look, as long as she loses to somebody good, I think, look, for first of all, she does not, she's not hung up on losing stuff as some of you people think she is. No, no. she's not. I mean, no. all you got to do is, is ask her to list her favorite matches, and half of them are ones that she lost. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it would be a fun, wacky thing. It, to interesting show. how you can lose matches and still go on to be one of the top stars in a company. I mean, well, yeah. Because I'm told by the IWC that every time you lose a match, you're buried. Well, yeah, because some, some idiot said this week that AJ Styles was almost ruined because he lost to Roman Reigns in the main event of a pay-per-view. Yeah, I saw that thread. What a dumbass call. What a dumbass take that is. And uh, it's, never mind that, that that was honestly... Okay, so they paired AJ Styles with the Golden Boy... The Golden Boy, in my estimation, that is when that with AJ, with AJ Styles, that program with AJ Styles is when he turned a corner in terms of his in-ring performance. He was already a lot better than people thought he was, but that's when he started breaking up new shit like the the sit-out power bomb, and he was doing wacky like reversals and stuff with AJ and stuff like that. So no. If anything, AJ came out of that smelling like roses, and that's how AJ Styles got those WWE championships. Well, he, he earned, ca- he earned cash with the Golden Boy, making right. him look like a bazillion dollars, and putting him over. By the way, and yeah. and and let's not forget because when AJ came out, that AJ did did not look that feud he had with Jericho was shit. It was terrible. Yep. And and on top of that, they had him lose to Jericho at WrestleMania. Um, so that, if anything, almost ruined him. It was that. Yeah. Okay. But, but everybody forgets that because it's not Roman. Well, exactly. Right. So, so, but anyway, um, All right. yeah, I think Let, if you want to go, if you want to go out of the box with a winner, I'd go all say Austin theory. All right. Let's see for me, definite winner or realistic winners. I'm, I'm with Robin right in line here, either Drew McIntyre or Bobby Lashley. Um, mm-hmm. either one of those guys is going to take that that title and just run absolutely roughshod with it. Uh, my outside the box would be Sheamus. He's all, he's all, all of them. That would be awesome if he was the, oh, cause then, no, he hasn't held the universal. I was going to say he's held like all of their world titles of the past, whatever. Cause he's yeah. also been a original world heavyweight champion. Hasn't he? Yeah. 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 So there you go. Yeah. I think the only one that's eluded him other than universal is the, um, Intercontinental. Intercontinental. Yeah, I see. So, all right, well, let's step away from the absolutely gorgeous new WWE World Heavyweight Championship and talk ex-WWE employees, one Trinity Fatu, also formerly known as Naomi, infamously walked out on the company uh, about a year ago with Sasha Banks, has been largely MIA the entire time, aside from, you know, posting updates here and there on Twitter. Word came out either earlier today or late yesterday uh, that she's headed to Impact. Um, a lot of speculation over the last few months as to where she might end up. Would she go back to WWE? She's posted some training videos here lately, and uh, I guess you know now it's official. She's going to Impact, and I I think this is a great move for her. 
Me too. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yes. And, they, uh, they have a. They know how to treat their women's division. Yeah, it's not very big, but it's good. They're all pretty darn talented over there. You know, good to great, and they give the women equal time. And sometimes, some weeks, and depending on their roster configuration that month, they sometimes they give the women more time. It seems like. And so, I think that that division will not that the women in WWE didn't appreciate Naomi because it's very obvious they did. Um, you very rarely heard a, a bad word from any of the women about Naomi and her work ethic and her ability. Those girls over an impact will welcome her with open arms. She's mm-hmm. a hellacious athlete. And I, I think that's, that's what they look for over an impact. Which, which one of you said, put her in X division and let her go. Oh, well, the, the, well, they have the, because they have this called the Ultimate X match. Yeah, that's it. And they used to it used to just be for the men, but I think last year they had one for the women for the first time. And um, it's like basically it's like Money in the Bank, except there's like a a, a big X. And but it's yeah, a, in, instead of being suspended from a hook from the center of the ceiling, it's suspended from two cables running on either side of or across the ring, so it forms an X. Yeah, so, so you have and, people monk like monkey climbing and jumping off of it and springboarding off of it. And it's banana land. Yeah. And, but I guess, you know, I've said before, if she did not go back to WWE, that that's where I was hoping she would go. Yeah. Um, because it's a perfect place for her to go. And, and I saw some people just, some people like just poo pooing it because I mean, there's no people who crap on impact. And, um, well, my as response, an overall if she production, shows up there, if she uh, as an shows overall up there, production, she's the contract. Yeah. Well, and well, well, my, well, my, sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, my response to that was to say that you know what, um, the WWE told her they've told her and us repeatedly what they think her role is in the WWE, and that is, you know. She occasionally gets a title match and loses. And other than that, you know, she gets to do cool stuff in the Royal Rumble or in the Money in the Bank ladder match. And if she's not doing one of those, then they have her, you know, try to hold somebody's hand that they're trying to get over. And that person usually isn't very good um, at the time, at least. And. You know, and again, they, you know, and. It's been rinse and repeat for almost the entire time she's been there with that. Right. And there's no reason to believe that they wouldn't do the same thing if she went right. She went back there. I mean, yeah. um, when she left, they were about she was about to you know face Bianca at a B level pay per view, Hell in a Cell, and she was going to lose. If she went back there today, what do you think they would do? They put her on a pay per view against either rear. They, you know, because when when she came back with Buzz, they might put her on a pay. They might put her on a pay per view against Rhea or Bianca, and she would lose. And then in a few months, it would be right back to being in a short lived tag team, or you know, or being asked to shepherd some other woman that they're trying to make into a thing. Yeah, and. She's been doing that for 10 years now there. And 
there's no and you know look look best predictor of future behavior is past behavior if i were her i would not trust them to do any different so yeah if there's something if there's somewhere else for me to go they will put me higher on the card and it will give me opportunities to be something other than that then i'd go do it and you know and i said this on twitter look i mean impacts already had two pay-per-views where the women main evented this year okay so if they did that already you don't think they would you don't think they would put wwe superstar you know trinity fat too you don't think they you don't think they put her in the main event on a pay-per-view of course they would okay <laughs> um so i mean you're talking about going from being a kind of a high level also ran in one company to possibly to probably she's more than likely going to win the knockouts title while she's there and quite possibly main eventing a pay-per-view while she is there and and, and main eventing a pay-per-view in a good women's division i might add okay um if you think that's a step down then obviously you're pretty ignorant as to what impact is and you're also you know you're the worst kind of e-drone i mean even though right. we're all kind of e-drones here but you're the worst kind of e-drone if you think somebody should go if somebody who, who can be booked better somewhere else and would be booked better somewhere else if you think they should go you know hang around to be in the middle of the card just because it's a wwe then, then you're the worst kind of e-drone out there right okay? like you can and, let's let's point out some obvious um s- some obvious comparisons here Everybody thought, let's say, let's just take uh, Ruby Soho. Everybody just thought, you know, WWE didn't treat her right. WWE knew much with her. She's going to be much better off in AEW. Is she really, though? No. Is she really? She's no. not. Same thing with uh, uh, Tay Mello, Tainara Conti, whatever mm-hmm. she was back in WWE. There's a whole list of people you could go that once they get to AEW, man, they're all going to be they're all going to be women's champions at the same time. And you know, there's this all this thing. Naomi is absolutely going to impact to be a major player right out of the gate. And, and, and she'll, she'll be in that division. She'll flow right in there. She'll be a big player. She'll be an important part of that roster and they'll treat her like that. And, and that's the point and, that Rob's making here. Hey man, you want to, you want to say past the best indicator of future behavior is past behavior. Okay. That's also why we don't want her to go to AEW. Yeah, she would be on a YouTube show in a month. She will be exactly, and she will be on my television week after week after week after week on Impact. I have never bought an Impact pay per view. If they put Trinity Fatu in a high profile match on an Impact pay per view, you can bet your ass I'll order one. Yes, and and. Well, and, certainly, if it's one of the the B pay per views, they do because they're only ten bucks. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and so <laughs> this is nothing but a good deal for her. Also, um, DJ, I don't, I don't know, man, because be prepared to buy a lot of Impact pay per views, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, they're they're going to use her, and and good for her. Yeah. And one thing that I like about this is, you know, I. I in my heart of hearts and my fan of fandom, I would like to have seen her come back to WWE. However, being a fan of hers, 
Rob is not wrong. She would have been back to doing what they had her had her doing for the last 10 years because for whatever reason, although there's probably reasons, every time she comes back, she gets this incredible pop, this incredible crowd reaction, and they do nothing with her. They don't capitalize on it at all. She's on there. She has one big match, one big moment, and it's back to being her the sidekick. I was and, just about to say her her comeback would be a microcosm of her career because right. yes, they absolutely will slap the championship on her once when she comes back. But what I'm hoping slap we it get on her from once, this, hey, we ride the comeback, and then she's right back to you know doing what she was doing. She's been often the victim online of the crowd that just thinks she has a job because she's somebody's wife. Now yeah, no. she gets to go out and shine on her own and be her own woman and do this without that shadow of being an Uso's wife. Right. And I'm looking for, well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited as hell for this opportunity for her. And also, because, also the, to the people poo pooing her, like going for impact and whatnot. Okay. So, She's been in WWE for how long? Over 10 years. Over 10 years. So she's been wrestling and doing WWE and been in the biggest company in the business for 10 years. She's married into a wrestling dynasty. Do you think, person online who doesn't like Impact, do you think that she maybe sort of kind of has an inkling of how they do business over there and whether it's going to be a good fit for her or not? Do you? The bottom line is what I'm saying here. She signed the contract. And it's not like this girl was, you know, just please anybody sign me. She, right. She just signed the contract. She's going to be just fine. And they're going to use the hell out of her. Yeah. and um. And also, and, and, you know, and I'm sorry, people, what, you people, what was your big creative idea for her to go join the bloodline? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. That's it. Okay, that that, was my idea, but I want it because I wanted Team Bad Naomi back. Okay, yeah. That's not fair, Rob, because it's not just because it's easy. For her, oh yeah, just stick her in the bloodline with her husband. That was not my mentality. It was I want to see Trinity flex those muscles and those kayfabe chops and see her be a badass. That's what I wanted. So okay. don't you dare, sir. Okay. I didn't okay. want her involved okay. Okay. with here here's what I want. If I were gonna fan book it for WWE, I didn't want her involved with the bloodline as part of the bloodline. I wanted them to build off of when Roman was feuding with Jey Uso and when Jimmy was getting involved in it and he was gaslighting and he was abusing them, she was vocal on, you know, Twitter playing along, you know, and very much shit talking Roman Reigns. I wanted to bring her into the fold that way as a a counter to Roman to try and save the Usos. You see what I'm saying? Which, unfortunately, if she's... 
things had worked out better, I'm not going to put it on her. If things had worked out better, she would be the absolutely perfect person to drop into the middle of the bloodline equation right now. Yeah, but not as just another member of the bloodline. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, to drop in, like, while the Usos are fraying and while the bloodline is fraying and whatnot. Well, and then you could she almost like, side no, her. You could almost the? side her with, um, pair her with Sami Zayn. Right. And have her with Sami trying to win Jay, Jay and Jimmy back over. Correct. Yes. Boom. Perfect. Done. Yeah. So, yes. that's, well, that's in another timeline, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, but. I think well, I'm not a mind reader, but I think she wants to again to have, kind of have something that's hers. And that's and, exactly, and, and that goes cool. back to what I was saying. Now she's her own woman. She's not yeah. was it? She's Jimmy's wife, right? Yeah. Again, she's yeah. not Jimmy's wife anymore. She's Trinity. Fact, well, whatever she's going to go by, I assume. I say use the name Trinity. I think Trinity sells T-shirts. I think you can market that. Just, um, I hope she goes with Trinity, and now she's her own person. She and honestly then, doesn't even need a last name. No. Oh, no. Trinity is fine. No, Trinity, Trinity is perfect. Yeah, and because, um, yeah. you know, because, look, she's not Jimmy's wife. She's not Sasha's sidekick. Um, right, <laughs> and and that's that's important because, some and again, some other some people have been putting this narrative on her that basically, that, you know, Sasha was leading her around by the nose. And that she didn't make her own decision to leave. And that she left with Sasha out of, you know, solidarity or something. As if she didn't have her own reasons to be disgusted with how she was being booked there. Yeah, this whole narrative of Trinity being a follower is nauseating. She has her look, she has her own list of grievances, okay, that were more than valid. Okay. She's got grievances that go back to before Sasha ever hit the main roster. Right, Everybody exactly. forgets Trinity was on the main roster before Sasha was. And she yeah. was one of when they could it have when, been a thing where they're talking to each other and they're like, man, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then one of them, I'm not even gonna say which one said it first, and the other one said, you know what? I'm done, I'm walking out. And the other one said, You know what? You're right. Could it have been something like that? Sure. Oh. But it wasn't like, come on, come on, Naomi. I'm leaving, no. so you're coming too. Get the I'm hell not, out of here with I mean, that if I, nonsense. If I, if I had to hazard a guess, I would think that basically that, that they were both kind of at the end of the rope, and yeah. then and that once and that once they did that, you know, once they saw they were going to get booked, they at the same time they were just like, you know, fuck this shit. Yeah. Um, um, and because look, I mean, Naomi was she was back in like the old old NXT where like the Nexus came from, and. Yeah. And I think she was actually like the FCW women's champion or something. And she came from that and they put her on the main roster and they made her a Funkodactyl. Mm. Yeah, oh God, that was awful. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah, like she's got her own list of grievances and I can run through them all, to be honest. Um, when, you know, when Paige and AJ were, Lee were feuding over the Divas title, she was never considered she was always one to lose to one of those two. When it was when you know when it was Paige and AJ and Nikki Bella, she was somebody to lose to one of those three. When the women's revolution started, she was an also ran. Right, she was one of the you know she was one of the other girls. Um, when they finally did have her win the SmackDown Women's Title, they they put her in a feud with Lana. 
okay? I mean, Becky, Charlotte, and, and Carmella were right there, and they put her in a feud with oh, Lana. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All that right. Was a thing. And she had a pay per view title match with Lana. <laughs> okay. I want you people to stop and think about that. Okay. Okay, that's how okay, that's how she's been treated. And then ever since she lost that title, she's never come close to having it again. And it's just been oh yeah, do some you know, do some cool stuff in the rumble, do some cool stuff in the money in the bank match. And oh yeah, we'll we'll give you we'll occasionally give you a title match with whoever the champion is at the time, and you'll lose. And then when you're not doing that here, um, well, you know, we want to get Mandy Rose over. See what you can do with Mandy. See what you can do with Lacey. See what you can do with Lacey Evans. Oh, we're gonna try Dana Brooke for a little bit here. Well, hey, you can put over Dana Brooke for a week, and we'll see what we can do with that. Um, you know, oh, oh, and that's what it's been. Okay. Um, oh, and then oh, okay. Well, and you well, you for you six months. Her, with- uh, if you look at her Smack, if you look at her Wikipedia, she's a two-time SmackDown Women's Champion. Well, it's because she finally did win it. When did she win it? She and won one time in Orlando. She, well, she well, okay, but I'm chamber. getting to that. She won an elimination because chamber. She hurt her ankle she, in the match. Okay, she won it at elimination chamber, and then she got hurt. And apparently, she wasn't even hurt that bad. But there were there were some doubts, so they stripped it off of her. Which, again, she came back at WrestleMania Orlando and won it. But they stripped her for the match. So it was like, we don't even have enough faith for you to get there, which I understand because it's WrestleMania. You can't really fuck that up. But, so yeah, she only got these two titles out of weird happenstance. Otherwise, she probably only would have one. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, and so it's She been would get in- literally the one nominal title. Here you go. Here, damn. Good job. Yeah, right. Lifetime and, Achievement Award. And that's it. And then, you know... Uh, so she's been getting pushed aside for other people, whether it's people, you know, and she's for, for the whole time she's been there and there's no, re- there's nothing to indicate they would not continue to do that now. So if you're her, if you're 10 years in and this is what you've yeah. been getting for 10 years and you have, and now you have a chance to go for somebody to give you something bigger or better then yes, you take it. Absolutely. This is the time like I said, and, you know, if, if Impact ends up being a disaster, she's still young enough to go somewhere else, go back to WWE, maybe give AEW a try. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a, there's still options for her. Or get the hell out of wrestling altogether. Yeah. You know, she's done some modeling. She's done some acting. There's This is not like she's just pigeonholed into wrestling. She just happens to enjoy the, 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 the sport of professional wrestling enough to want to continue to do it. Right. And, you know, she's, you know, she... She's making the convention money, and yeah, and for those people, and so it's. I mean, and we we talked about the literal bags of money that people have made at the those folks made at those conventions a couple of weeks yep. ago. And right now, she's looking right now. She she doesn't have to break off a piece and send the old Titan Towers right now either. Nope, nope, nope. You know, which is what everybody That's else everything. that's working there has to do, right? right? I mean, um, right. so if she gets paid ten thousand dollars to go to a convention, she's walking away with ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yes, go for it. Okay. Um, so look, folks, and you know, I'll, you know we got to move on, but yeah, I will, I will end this by just throwing down the gauntlet to all of you fans. The, you know, 
all of you who say, well, I support the talent. Okay, here's your chance. Um, here you go. I, Watch the show. We dare you. House. And order pay per view. Like yep. like and yep. like Jay, like Jason said, they they have they have some you know their B level pay per views are ten dollars on Fight TV. Impact yep. Impact Plus is ten dollars a month, and I believe you get you get one sometimes two B level pay per views. Yeah. So here's your chance. Okay. If if you got cable, it's on Access TV. All right. Every and if you, and they they show stuff on their YouTube channel. Okay, it's it's okay. This is this is not you know this isn't New Japan where you got to order New Japan World well, and, and watch. Rob, it I was just about to say they can get a lot of the thing you know because people lie a lot on wrestling Twitter. They can yes. they can you know actually tell the truth for once because they can stay, watch Impact Wrestling and then it usually goes right into some sort of New Japan show. So you can actually watch the guys that you definitely watch all the time. Yeah, and you know, and again, you don't have to pay for New Japan World and watch the pay per view on your phone. You can order Fight TV and watch it on TV. Yeah. Okay, so you can't don't have that excuse either. Okay, because look, I, I'm not trying to watch Wrestle Kingdom on my damn phone or laptop. Okay. That sounds horrible. Yes. All right, and which is one of the reasons I don't bother. Okay, yeah. but I mean, so oh, I'm this glad is, it works perfectly on Xbox. Yeah. Well, I don't before know why, this turns into an infomercial for Impact Wrestling, yeah, <laughs> Scott Demore, you owe, you owe, you owe us a fee, Scott Demore. <laughs> the checks in the mail, boys. <laughs> right. Let me invite you to go over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. You can get your official Mindless Wrestling Podcast T-shirt right there. Hey guys, summer's coming. Get you get out of the. We're out of sweater weather. We're out of the long sleeves. We're into the short sleeves. We're into t-shirts. Get over there, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a mindless wrestling podcast t-shirt. The starving artists here on this show will thank you. Your body will thank you. Now let's get into the next segment here, and I'm going to let Rob take the wheel here because, to be perfectly honest with you, I have been. Not much on wrestling Twitter, but apparently WWE is now facing more lawsuits. Um, Rob is going to take over and and give us a little bit more information on this. Rob, tell us a little bit about what we're getting into here. Okay, so um, a former writer is suing the WWE and several people who worked and still work there. Um, She's saying she was fired out of retaliation. Because she raised a bunch of issues with things that were pitched and, you know, lines that were given to, you know, black wrestlers and a couple of Muslim wrestlers to say. And okay, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go on too long about this, but basically so, and because in this, there, there were a couple of articles out there that, that have some of the stuff in detail of the stuff she was that she witnessed and was a part of. And some of it is really just egregiously bad. Now, yeah. a lot, now a lot of this stuff, now a lot of this stuff did not make it to TV. Um, but it's still, it's, it's bad to even bring up in the first place. Um, and she, you know, she, she said something about a lot of these things and in her estimation, she was subsequently targeted and then fired in retaliation. And a lot of people were taking to Twitter to get in their fed bad points or their Vince is the devil points. And that's all really, and that's the main thing I'm here to harp on. Well, because first of all, 
okay, this happens in the entertainment industry. Okay, your I can get whatever your favorite TV show. There's a real good chance that there's a, there are any black actors or actresses on that show. There's a real good chance they've been handed scripts full of some stereotypical ass shit to say. Okay, and and when they were handed that shit to say, they had to make the decision whether or not they were going to speak up, quit, or to, or just eat it. Okay, and honestly, look, some of and you know some of them ate it because they're still trying to work in the business. Okay. And so it happened. It's not, this is not a WWE thing. Although what happened in the WWE is obviously a WWE problem. Those people should be dealt with the guy that was in charge that she butted heads with a lot. He he was fired from raw as the head writer, but now he's the like vice president over on SmackDown, which is another problem. I mean, if you're firing a guy once because he didn't get along with people, you shouldn't rehire him, do the same damn job. But um, look, this happens in a lot of places. There, there are stories. There are stories you can read from cast members on various TV shows and in various movies where they were given stuff like this to do. They were given stuff like this to say. There were writers on some of these shows that were put in the same kind of predicaments. Um, if you give a shit about this kind of issue, then you need to focus on the entertainment industry at large, and you need to look. I mean, you need to find find out where all these things are happening and you know don't don't do the thing where you pick on the low-hanging fruit and then you don't look at anybody else um and like i mean there's from this well there's from uh i've brought this up before but like from the show scrubs there was a scene where the guy in charge of the hospital is saying hello to all the doctors and he goes through a line and with all the white doctors it's doctor 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 and he gets the turkey. He's like, "Hey, man, what it is?" I mean, that's the reality for a lot of black people in entertainment. Okay, that's exactly how you get treated, and those are the kind of lines you get handed to say, and it's a problem. And the only way we find out about more about this is for people to do things like this woman has, and which is to sue. So, but if you're going to start and end with fed bad. If that's where you're going to start and end, then, you know, do me a big favor and just shut the hell up. Yeah, because you're okay. not crusading against a problem. You're crusading against a company. Right. And and that's all it is. And most of y'all ain't going to do nothing but tweet about it anyway. Right. Um, now, as far as the WWE side of it, yeah, this is, I mean, it's 2023. Um, now, they actually have, they've had black writers there. But they need you know they need people of color in positions of authority because if your black writers or your muslim writers or your women writers if they're just staff writers and they still got to answer to some sexist racist jackass then you're still going to have the same problems and you know this is one of those things where you know you got to get out of the carny business because you got to stop you know doing things like rehiring somebody that you just fired right that's that's carny right and you know um that's the kind of shit that used to go on it when i was in high school and i worked in like at a restaurant that's the kind of shit they did there you know the assistant manager would get fired and six months later he's back why because he's he's part of the he's part of the club <laughs> right i mean oh yeah same same thing happens in cell phones you know he'll somebody old district manager will get fired in one 
one like district and then all of a sudden they'll appear in another district as a store manager it's like oh well, what happened there yeah yeah um and so that that, that kind of stuff needs to, to stop and it, it and look obviously yes wwe is obviously deserving of criticism for what went on within their walls but i implore any of you who are making a big fuss about this to please expand your focus and look in look everywhere because it is everywhere uh, yeah. And actually, there's a good movie to look at about. Um, it's called this movie called Hollywood Shuffle, and it's from like mm-hmm. the either late '80s or early '90s. And like, I just ordered a DVD, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. But it's about it's uh, Robert Townsend plays this kind of black actor, and he's trying to get work. And every role that he gets the audition for is some type of stereotype. Mm-hmm. Or they're and in some cases they're telling him like. And this is a comedy, so it's all played for like jokes and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's a, it's a hilarious movie. But he's on these auditions and he's saying the lines, and then and then like the white director is saying, "Can you say that a little more black?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, 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 and again, it's, it's if you can find it, watch it. It's it's hilarious. And because you know Robert Townsend and it's like some of the weigh-ins guys are in it because they were all boys, uh, and it's really funny. But it it encapsulates this. Yeah. perfectly and and it just you know we got just got to shed light on where it is and don't don't stop in one place and again do you do you really give a shit about this stuff or not performance breathing and, and also yeah, i was gonna say and also unfortunately it's the, the the only reason i know about it is because of the people who just always breathe loudly about anything that everything you know of because you guys tweeted it at me but you were showing me all tweets from folks who are just like oh they ring the alarm anytime wwe does anything that possibly could be maybe sort of misconstrued as bad and i'm not trying to say that this is that this is a totally separate thing and whether but you just it's it's the boy who cried wolf. It's just like, oh yeah, oh, they're doing the more bad shit. It's just like, okay, well you're always saying they're doing bad shit, man. I don't know. And also, I mean, and, and for you people who were saying, oh, well, this is finally it. They'll finally get Vince out of here over this. No, they won't, guys. This is stuff that never actually made it to TV. We're talking about the same Vince McMahon who had on his yeah. television show John Bradshaw Layfield. Going to the yeah. be- Mexican border and kicking "quote unquote" illegals back across the border, like they Please. did an entire angle where he was going down to Mexico to catch illegals coming across the border. Yeah, okay. And that, and did, also, that didn't get Vince McMahon thrown into a blender for something that actually made it on TV. And by the way, that didn't stop you from watching. No, you kept watching it. So, I'm sorry. Don't don't no. Wrestling proposed wrestling storylines in a writer's room, no matter how racist, xenophobic, vile, or bullshit, are not comparable to actual sexual assault, guys. And that didn't get them out of here. So your wrestling storylines ain't going to do it either. Yeah. Grow up. If if you want to get Vince McMahon out of there, then you know what people need to do? They need to stop watching the show. 
and say, I'm not like at this point, because it's got to be the board's got to hear it. So it's got to be, yeah, I'm not watching until that guy's gone. And you have to totally and totally disengage. Disengage. Don't just not. You have to stop tweeting about it. You have to stop talking about it. You have to stop engaging in any type of way, and and somehow convey the message that we're do we we have totally disengaged because we want him out of here. Yeah. Okay. If you're not, if all you are going to do is get on Twitter and say, "Oh, well, this might finally get him out of here," which I mean, Katie Vick didn't get him out of there. Yeah, right. actual storyline, actual vile ass shit storylines that made TV didn't get him out of there. The Mexicals, <laughs> three Mexican guys riding on a riding lawnmower, didn't get him out of there. Okay, Muhammad Hassan did not get him out of there. Triple okay. H drugging Stephanie and marrying her did not get him out Which of there. Which is still kayfabe, by the way. Yes. Um, <laughs> They're still selling that one. <laughs> yeah, and so those things did not get him out of there. So, yes, some some really awful shit that was brought up in the writer's room that was not even brought up by him, by the way. No, it was pitched in a right. writer's room. And I, 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 part of me has to believe, okay, it was pitched. How far did that get in the creative process? Did somebody say, hey, exactly. maybe we should have a, 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 a white wrestler hunt down black wrestlers on TV? Did somebody look, raise their hand to go, no, that's a terrible idea? Well, like, because it started and yeah, stopped there. immediately yell, shut the fuck up, you idiot. Because if they did, well, I don't know, man. Well, the, but the, well, the, the point, well, one of the points that the lady made with the lawsuit is that you shouldn't have said that shit anyway. Well, right. And okay. and and honestly, look, when we talk about and things, if like, it repeatedly happens, repeatedly happens, repeatedly happens, then okay, we're talking. We even if someone yells, "Shut the fuck up!" every time, we still got a problem. Because look, because ultimately, look, if you want, if you, you know, if you're asking, you know, well, what type of goals do we have when it comes to that type of thing. It's for people to not say it in the first place. Yeah. Right. It's for people yeah. to not think of it in the first place. That's the ultimate True. goal is for it to not even come to anyone's mind. Right. Okay. And this is where I think that people, writers, need to realize, yes, you are writing a TV show, a scripted show. But pro wrestling, unfortunately, is set in a different hemisphere than, say, movies or TV. You take Correct. movies with overly racial and ra- flat-out racist um, tones. American History X, uh, Django Unchained, um, you know, things like where you've got Leonardo DiCaprio repeatedly saying the N-word, or you've got somebody curb-stomping somebody. You know, these are people look and view pro wrestling much differently than they do a movie because there's there's a separation with a the movie. They can look at this and say, okay, that's an actor, Edward Norton, playing a character. People too closely relate the people they see on a wrestling show with real people. So you you can't do these in the commercials in the commercials for Raw. They don't go Colby Lopez, Joe Anwar. Right. Monday Night Raw. Roman Reigns is a real guy to people. Right. Seth Rollins is a real guy. When you're watching, you know, a, a movie, you know that this is Leonardo DiCaprio and and Jamie Foxx playing characters. Right. So there's definitely a mental separation here, and you have a little bit more play to do some of these more racial things because you're doing it in the context of a film. Whereas with pro wrestling, you just don't have that freedom. Right. And, and also, I mean, um, one of the things in this thing was that you know, 
there were some writers who said they had trouble like understanding how to or figuring out how to do creative for black wrestlers. And to that, I would just say, maybe you should talk to them. Talk to them and or hire black writers. But, mm-hmm. okay, just like, okay, I, for example, okay, we've been doing this show for a couple of years, right? If if after two years, you guys still didn't know who my favorite woman wrestler was, that's pathetic. Yeah. Right. But you, but you know because you talk to me. Right. Right. If right. you're sitting there every day with Bianca and with Big E and Kofi and Woods and Sasha and Naomi if, and Bobby and MVP, if you're at work with them every day and your responsibility is to come up with things for them to say and you don't even sit down and talk to them to figure out what makes them tick, what they like, what they don't like, how they talk. If you're not even if you can't figure that, if you can't do that, you're not doing your job. Right. Okay? Um, also, if, the impetus, the impetus, maybe you're thinking too hard about, you know, coming up with a storyline for black wrestlers when you should just come up with a storyline for wrestlers. And, you know, and if if your black wrestlers want to put their own spin on it, something that may maybe kind of a wink, wink to black wrestling fans. Let them, come, let them come up with that themselves. <laughs> OK, yeah, or that's right. where the new day. The exactly. New Day should absolutely be enshrined for what they did. Yes. You know, they, they, the, the creative, what they brought to the table, it should absolutely be the template. And because, look, they, they do a lot of things that are kind of winking and nod. And I know what they're talking about, but you right. guys might not. <laughs> okay. And, but, you know, but they do that on their own. They come up with it. And, you know, there's, you know, and, it's just it's 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 frustrating, but it's a thing that happens everywhere. And I know we gotta go move on, but if you are going to talk about it, then talk about it like somebody who then then talk about you know talk about the whole problem. Mm-hmm. Don't don't say fed bad fire vents and then oh my work is done here. Okay, <laughs> no, I mean don't do that because I'm you know that's a good way to never be taken seriously. Yeah. Um, there, there are plenty of things to be said about the entertainment industry as a whole and how it pertains to those issues and wrestling is part of the entertainment industry. So, I mean, you shouldn't really be surprised that something like this happened, but if you're going to, again, if you're going to talk about it, there's a right way and a wrong way to go about talking about this. And if don't waste anyone's time with your stupid, you know, internet cool point attempts, right? All right. Well, let's move on into one last little piece of business here. We want to talk WWE draft coming up in, well, it'll be seven days by the time this episode drops. They're doing starting that next Friday night, right? I started this Friday. Oh, this Friday. Wow. Boy, I'm so by the time you're just actually, as you're listening to this, you should be able to segue right into Friday Night SmackDown and starting of the WWE draft. Uh, Again, I'm going to kind of hand the reins over to Rob because this was his idea. We were going to kind of do our own little mock draft here. Uh, Mr. Genius, you want to take over again? Yeah, and now um, and I think originally it was supposed to happen after. Um, it was supposed to happen later, but they moved it up because the NFL draft is actually this weekend. Okay. So I guess they're trying to coincide with it or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, so we a little, little thing we thought up here. Um, the NFL draft is happening right now as we speak. Yes. Um, so we know in the draft people get – moved from one brand to the other some people get drafted from nxt 
some of them are expected some of them aren't um you know sometimes they make perfect sense like you know when roman was universal champion and he gets drafted to smackdown sometimes they make no sense like when you have belt swaps <laughs> um but uh so what we're gonna do here, we're just gonna go around here and we're just gonna pick one person who we think might get drafted from raw to smackdown one person who we think might get drafted from smackdown to raw one person we think might get drafted up from nxt and then just one kind of wild card pick where you can just go nuts and do whatever you want all right jason you want to go first sure so my raw my smackdown to raw and raw to smackdowns are um well i actually that's my wild card never mind but anyway i think that roman's finally going to smack uh raw really? it's time what, what what's with the face dj you're making a face <laughs> oh all right he apparently disagrees with me i uh but i just think he's been on on raw uh, excuse me smackdown since he's come back as the tribal chief well he's been since 2019 like, he's dude if i'm usa nbc peacock i'm like okay guys i know we get the pay-per-views and stuff but oh and actually no i now i remembered what it is because i now i have another consolation prize so Roman, the USA puts their foot down and says, no, we get the cash cow for a couple of years. Let's go hand them over. And then SmackDown and SmackDown goes, but whatever will we do? Well, we need to keep these guys separated. You need a shiny new toy. You need basically the second hottest thing in WWE right now. Cody Rhodes, welcome to Friday Night SmackDown. So I think they are going to be like ships in the night. And they are going to pass by each other and wave and see see you see you in two years or maybe at the Royal Rumble or maybe at WrestleMania, but most likely two years or something. Um, and then my wild card is it's not really a wild card, but like my wild card is that Solo Sokoa does get separate, even if he, that was kind of a joke that you know he goes after the World Heavyweight Championship, but. I do think it would be interesting to see him on his own. Um, and I wonder if, I don't know, he'd have to have something. Cause I don't know if he'd be, I don't know. He's been doing great. So he might be fine on his own, but pairing him with Heyman or separating Heyman from Roman would also be interesting. And then pairing him with solo would make perfect sense. So um, that's my wild card for as uh, solo goes and SmackDown and and Paul goes with him. Yeah, who you got who you got getting drafted from NXT? Uh NXT I couldn't really think of anybody, but because I mean it's too soon for Carmelo and they're still doing stuff with um with uh I, I don't know. I feel like it could be like a well, they're, a they're, dark horse like they're, Dragonov, they're, they're, but they're, they're in the two, middle well, of something too. There are two really obvious guys who got thrown in the river Tuesday night. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that was That's incredible. True. With the fishes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. true. Yeah, so Rob, are they are they your NXT calls up call ups? Well, when I'm, I'm picking somebody else because because they because you know they were too they're too obvious. I mean, we I mean we know that I mean they're obvious they're not going to be back on TV next Tuesday, right? I mean, no. Uh, so I um my NXT call up I got um. Well, I think it's kind of a twofer. I think uh, both Roxanne and Zoe Stark are coming up. 
Okay. Definitely one of them at least, but probably both of them. Uh, just because the way they've been positioned on TV, um, they both, you know, lost their most recent matches, and they don't matches, and they don't have any. They lost with with no kind of foreshadowing of anything else coming. So to me, that kind of suggests that they're moving on. Um, right. Um, as far as um, switching brands, um, I think Angelo Dawkins is coming to SmackDown. I think this is where they split the street profits up. Well, because there is nothing that, well, there is more they could do with them as a team, but it's pretty clear that they're not going to do anything else with them as a team, it seems like. Um, Because, look, they won the showcase match at WrestleMania, and then two nights later, they lost dead flat in the middle of the ring to Sammy and Kevin. Um, So it at least looks like, you know, they've, they're not going to go any further with them as a tag team. And it'd be really stupid to do, to do some contrived betrayal. Cause that's just not, that doesn't fit their characters at all. So I think, and they're going to split, look, they're going to split somebody up in the draft just for dramatic purposes of nothing else. So I think this is going to be it. I think Dawkins is going to get sent over to SmackDown. Um, as far as coming to Raw, I think. Look, I think it's uh, if, if I think it's time for uh, the fourteen-time women's champion to move over. Um, I just I don't think there's anything. Doesn't look like they have anything for her to do on SmackDown, um, at least. Um, okay. And as far as like a uh, kind of a wild card, wacky wild card kind of pick. Um, hmm. I think, um, I think Cody's going to go to, I think Cody's going to go to SmackDown and I think he and Roman are going to do SummerSlam. Okay. Mm. All right. That's, that's a little spicy. I like it. All right, let's see. I think from Raw to SmackDown, Bobby Lashley's heading over to, to Friday nights. Um, I think SmackDown to Raw. Who was I thinking? Um, oh boy, I just had it in my head and it fell right out. You know what? Sheamus is coming to Monday nights. We haven't had uh, we haven't had the Celtic Warrior on Monday nights for a while. I think he's coming. NXT call up. I'm I'm leaning heavily on Zoe Stark. If you guys have been listening to any length of time of this show, you know I'm a big fan of Zoe Stark. I think she's ready. I think mm-hmm. she's been ready for a main roster run for months now. She had an incredible showing in the Rumble. Um, my wild card, Shotzi Blackheart's going to Raw. I think I think Shotzi's bringing the tank to Raw. Um, one thing I wanted to build on with the with the potential, I like what Rob said about the, the street profits probably being split up and you're not going to do some you know, contrived turn on somebody, but you could do something with Angelo Dawkins if he goes to SmackDown. Do you remember when the WWE did the brand split like decades ago and Booker T went from Raw to SmackDown? This was like what would become the evolution into King Booker. He turned heel in that promo 
And in the moment, I didn't like it because I was a big fan of Booker T. I liked what they were doing with Booker T at the time. It was a lot of fun. It was really good. Next thing I know, he's on – I think SmackDown was on Thursdays at the time. He comes out on Thursday night, and he was all pissed off. He's like, I didn't want to be drafted to SmackDown. I was happy on Raw. And, you know, it's he cut this promo that was very heel, and then he went on to become a heel, and then King Booker. I think you could very easily do something very similar with Dawkins – and just give him something creatively to sink his teeth into right off the bat. Okay. I like that. Um, can I tell you guys my wacky idea? Well, I, I said it in the, our chat earlier, but I want to commit it to audio. My wacky idea of what's going to happen on Friday. What's that? So we, we find we solved the brand split world title situation. The mid-card title situation is fine because we can just split up the Intercontinental in the U.S. as we've been doing for years and years. Obviously, the women's title, same same thing. What ever do we do about these tag team championships? I, personally, yeah, I, I think I not, all champions okay. should stay on the brand ahead, they're on. But Well, okay, but then that means, well, yeah. So then does that mean Sammy and Kevin will be on different shows technically? Or were they on the same show? Um, because well, I I truly can't remember what actually shows no, Kevin was on Raw and Sammy was on SmackDown originally. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So I think they, they find the original shows. The they split the belts up Friday night. They split. The I belts think up. Friday night it happens. I don't even think they wait till Monday. I think and am I just shooting from the hip? I promise I don't always think everything should end with a double disqualification, but or a double countout or a double pin or whatever. But I think in this case it would be pretty funny if. Sammy or Jay Jay pins Sammy because screw you Sammy and Kevin pins Jimmy at the exact same time and somehow the ref messed up it's legal and he counts both of them and whatever and then they call it call it good by well earlier in the night Jimmy and Jay were both gra- drafted to uh you know SmackDown and Kevin and Sammy were both going to Raw so Kevin and Sammy you're taking the Raw belts Sammy and you know, uh, uh, Jimmy and Jay, you're taking the SmackDown belts. Everybody, back to your shows. We'll see you again in a year to revisit this. All right. So that's my wild out of the box theory of how they're going to break up those belts. It's going to be real interesting because that. right now WWE has a lot of factions. We've got yeah. the Judgment Day. We've got the Bloodline. We've got the uh, Latino World Order. Um, you know, there, there's a lot going on right now. You've got, uh, well, for what it's worth now, damage control. I mean, there's four, not just tag teams, but there's four factions right there that could very well be getting a a good hard reboot in seven days. So I'm excited for, uh, I'm excited for the shakeup. I I think it's going to open some opportunities up for some people, some people that have, everybody's been sitting around going, they're wasting this one. They're wasting this one. I'm looking at you, Dakota Kai and EO Sky. Um, I think they're going to open the field up for these girls to go out here and people like that to go out and have a good singles run. Don't hate that. All right. Well, I, I've got nothing else if you guys want to call to go home. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. All right. Let's do that here. I'm going to wrap back around the room and thank my co-hosts from the Rob the Genius podcast. Mr. Rob, fun night tonight, sir. Yeah, man. It was good to be here as always. And, uh, on a Thursday, and oh, by uh, next week, next Wednesday, I'm going back into the belly of the beasts. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. He's going to another AEW show. Yes, I like uh, it. I get, like that you're doing that, Rob. 
and uh, go, going to give King Mark his his uh his tribute. <laughs> yeah, because uh, and hopefully, what I'm hoping is because I, I found I ordered one in the mail. I'm hoping that by Wednesday it will arrive, and I will be at the Root Beer Show wearing mindless wrestling podcast merchandise oh please do that i'm gonna do that if we're going to an nxt show in july i've got to order my shirt i'm gonna wear it to the nxt show yeah please so if, do that if, if the shirt comes Guys, by let's, let's not admit on air that we still haven't ordered our own shirts anyway oh, i'm, I'm gonna order mine and, and wear it to uh, <laughs> nxt battleground oh, in march when is that emily may may it's yeah. coming up quick brother you better do it yeah, so look, we're, 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 <laughs> here yeah, I am hawking t-shirt that, that I haven't bought yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We're like the we're the anti Kevin Owens. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so oh. um, yeah, so hopefully that it should be a good time next week, which means we got to record on a different night next week also. Yep. But All right. uh, anyway, uh, I look to have fun doing that. And Bucky's tag team partner Jason, sir. Good night. Good night tonight. Awesome night. And from the pod cave, I'm sorry, what? I was just going to say thank you, gentlemen. This is always a blast. Dad, we always have a good time here, buddy. Glad having, glad having you back. It's been, it's been fun the last couple of weeks. Thanks. And from the new and improved pod cave, I am DJ. This has been the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the Chair Shot Radio Network. You can find us on thechairshot.com and on all of your podcasting platforms. Remember, you can call it pro wrestling. You can call it sports entertainment. You can call it whatever you want. But call it in the ring, and we're out of here until next week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.